much better. You sound way bigger. Yay. <laughs> I'm awesome. not then. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was like a little microphone folly or whatnot. It wouldn't be us if we didn't have te- technical difficulties, would it? Of course not. I thought something was wrong with the mic for a second. I'm like, no, it's it's green. I don't know. Yeah, it's green. You know what it is? It's because today's topic is how do you know you're actually being visited by a spirit? They were letting us know. Explains a lot. Definitely explains a lot. First thing. By the way, you're listening to Lavender Sage and Stardust. This is Sage. This is Stardust. Woo-hoo. Okay. Okay. Sorry, guys. We are just ready to jump in. Well, I'm ready to jump in. I'm ready to just like do this because this has been something very personal for me that I have had to really convince, like, allow myself to believe it. What is what is going on? I'm so sorry. I just I was laughing because I looked over when I did. It was 55. <laughs> Guys, that is 28.5 today on the 5th, by the way. Okay, spirit guys, whereas I appreciate you and you know I hold the highest regard for you, please don't come for me. Can y'all please hold your horses? We will get to that. We will get to that. Okay, so one of the first things that, you know, you notice that if you're being visited by a spirit is electrical and technical issues which we have had multiple times on this podcast. We've even had to get microphones to stop someone from getting tapping in the background, or we've gotten voice recordings. Um, Some of them quite creepy, by the way. Uh, Not a fan. Very creepy. One of them told us to crawl into something. It wasn't like a um, crawl into the hole. So at the time, it was during the Shasta recording. And it says, crawl in the... Ever- That's what it was. We were talking about portals. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I played those for my kid and completely creeped her out. <laughs> I played for my whole family and I creeped them out. So, sorry about that. <laughs> this is what y'all get for living with, you know, a psychic empath or, you know, medium or things like that. But, um... Ways to tell whether or not your electrical system is actually a visit or just a folly on your, you know, your light bulb or something like that. I mean, first thing I always do when I see a light flicker or whatnot, I will tighten the light bulb. I mean, you're, there's vibrations in everyday life. You're, it's going to happen. They do get loose. It's not uncommon, even if you haven't touched it in a long time, you know. So that's always the first thing I do. Now, my kitchen lights are dim lights. So if you push the dim light all the way up, they will flicker. I don't know why. They just do. Um, so I do have to account it for um, that being a factor. I figured out, like, I tested it and I would play with it and make sure. But then I had in my foyer, I had a light bulb look like it burnt out. And then it came back on. That one kind of freaked me out a little bit because I did check it. I did look at it and it was perfectly fine. It was screwed in just fine. It wasn't a flicker. It like just went out for like an hour and then all of a sudden, bing, pop back up. Have you ever had it happen again? Um, no, just the one time. See, I, not everything to me, I don't want to say everything is a sign because I definitely don't believe that. Right. Some things are just coincidence, and it, it, it is how it is. Only so many things happen that just that seemed to happen at that time. But if you've ruled out every other possibility, sometimes there is a something there. Agreed. And to me, now I don't know about you, now you tell me, um, if something happens uh, often, I feel like that is probably a glitch with your electricity. But if it's like kind of a one-time thing, I feel like that's more solid than something that, you know, it's it can it can happen often. It's probably an electrical issue. Agreed. Okay. This is something that used to happen to my grandfather all the time. So I feel like this was totally him 
and something with his spirit. I feel like he was some sort of empath or psychic because every time, and it happens to me every once in a while, and I feel like it's him saying that he's with me. That's how I take it anyway. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I remember we would go under like light, lights and every single time, every one that he would go under, we'd go out and then come back one and then go out and then come back. Oh my God. It used to happen all the time. And recording at 5.55. I literally looked at it the same time. I was going to say something, but I was like, let her finish her story because you're always cutting people off. And I'm working on that because that is a toxic trait of mine. And I'm like, I wonder if she saw it. I did. Nice. <laughs> I had that, that light flickering thing happen to me one time. We were at a, um, it's like a craft bar or something. Like we went with friends, never been there before. And me and a girlfriend and her daughter were in the bathroom and I walked through the bathroom door and the lights flickered and we both looked at each other cause it was weird. And I was like, Oh my gosh. So I was moving out of the way for another person to exit. And I walked out of the bathroom. I walked back in the bathroom and at exactly the same time, the lights flickered again. And she looked at me and I looked at her. Now she is, she's very set in her religion. She, um, you know, they go to church and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't, I don't share a whole ton of that with her. Um, but she looked at me and she goes, what do you think that was? And I said, I am not sure. So I walk out to let another person out because it's a small bathroom. And I walk in for a third time. These lights flicker. And she looked directly at me. And she goes, I think it's you. And I'm just like, um, I don't really know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, you're fucking with electricity. <laughs> I it, it was every time I crossed the the doorway. It was so funny, but not coming out, just coming in, going into like a threshold. Mm-hmm. That's weird. I think it's weird that happened to your grandfather everywhere he went. So you can't. I mean, how can you deny that? Considering, yeah, it, my grandmother would yell at him because he would go near the old school. Now remember this. Um, remember the old radios that you would have to actually turn the dial to get the tune? Yeah, and it didn't have, like, the, the numbers, like, yeah. it, not the digital numbers anyway. Yeah. Anytime my grandfather would get near the, the radio, he wouldn't touch it, but it, it would sound like it would be slid in one <laughs> direction or another. And my grandfather was like, get away from the radio! <laughs> definitely a strong energy there Um, the radio and the light bulbs was there anything else in particular that would um he'd set off i can't i can't remember off the top of my head i want to say probably not i think the tv came on one time but i think that was only one time Mm -hmm. like it 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 turned on nobody was near the remote plus it was like one of those tvs that you really had to push the remote in because it was so old oh my god <laughs> the buttons were worn out yeah. <laughs> i was imagining um one of those tvs with the built-in display you know the big wooden yeah yeah um, <laughs> uh-huh. i don't know why that popped in my head like was it one of those where you actually had to like turn the knob no um no i don't believe so no i think it was a regular like tube tv that's yeah. so crazy I think that was that was it, but that was uh, it was a lot of yeah, a lot of interference when it came to electrical lighting, radio frequencies. So I always felt like somebody was trying to contact him. They're just following him around, screaming at him. <laughs> That's hysterical. Poor guy. Mine just survived. I wonder if he ever got that message, like, as soon as he crossed over, they were like, geez, Louise, I've been trying to get your attention for the last 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many stoplights or streetlights do we have to turn off for you to realize? Oh, my God. I wonder if he always got a green light. How awesome would that be? Like, I'd make him my driving buddy. <laughs> no, that wouldn't happen. I remember that sometimes you'd be like, I'm hitting every every red light <laughs> all right well um, not, like i don't know why i made that voice that was weird <laughs> oh. 
So any other electrical um, instances that you can think of? Because lights are a big one for me. I don't think I've had too many with like a radio or anything like that personally. Sometimes I will hear what I think is like the door chime. When somebody opens a certain door, the windows or whatever, a chime will go off. Mm-hmm. I feel like I hear that and I go check and I'm like, no. Hmm. Yeah, I don't have one of those, but I, I do have, um, I have phantomly heard my phone. I think I hear it and it's not it, but that to me is just me being, I chalk that up personally too. I'm just a little nutty and I think I hear things. <laughs> but sometimes I swear I hear things when they're not really. Exactly. Yeah. But see that I just, I pish posh, you know, I try to be extreme. Well, I am extremely subjective. Like I'm subjective to the point where I didn't like, at one point, my husband pointed out um, there was some tapping. Tapping is a common thing. But there are many things when with tapping, um, like my refrigerator, it will kind of knock or tap when it's making ice, like um, yeah. makes like a clicking. Um, and I know that um, our pipes, because I keep our water really, really hot because we kind of have like weak um, pressure. So when I'm doing dishes and stuff, I really like it to be super hot because that helps compensate. And I notice that when I have like the super hot water on, like in the bathroom, there'll be knocking in the wall um, and it's something to do with the water. So I have been able to figure that out. Yeah, like the pipes aren't completely fastened. So they're hitting the studs behind it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But then I've also experienced actual tapping to the point where I was ignoring it. My husband goes, do you hear that? Do you hear that? And there was no one in a hot shower and the fridge was not making anything. We actually picked that up on a few episodes. Yes. And I was completely naive. We did narrow it down to your house because it sounded exactly the same because I sent it to you and you're like, that was it. And apparently someone was trying to get my attention, like they're trying to get your grandfather's attention, and here I am, just lottie down through life. Like <laughs> oh, but it's always good to like um to know your house. Like and my house was built in 1960. So I mean there is some settling. Like when I open windows and when the time and when the temperature changes, my front door will click and pop because it's wooden. So like anytime you have wood and there's temperature changes. Um, our front door is also painted black. So that's another factor. It's going to, you're going to hear those things. Um, so you can always kind of dismiss it when you say, well, did it get extremely warm today from the cold or vice versa? That's another way to kind of say, no, this isn't, you know, this is not a spirit. This is just literally the house. Oh no. I just saw 333, which is the time. And then I looked over and it was 1414. (laughs) okay all right you know what do you have anything to add do you have anything to add with the knocking or anything that um like what would you say would be um proof that the knocking is legitimate because me personally i i you could ask again but then i personally don't suggest that because if you don't know what you're talking to that's almost like an invitation so just kind of be careful with that um honestly unless there is consistent reputation behind it and you cannot figure out where the source is coming from honestly i straight up tell whatever's trying to get my attention I'm sometimes I'm forceful with it. Knock it off. If you are not meant to be here, get out now. If you are trying to get my attention for a purpose of me, do it a different way. Because I don't like this. And I, I just straight up leave it at that. If it stops, then you know it's that. If it continues, it's probably some kind of pipes, wiring, a bulb. Sometimes a bulb can make a weird noise. Okay. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah. So like if, if the element is going a little funky... Sometimes it can make like a weird clicking or humming or something that you could like hear. So, yeah, I honestly, I have a lot of white noise happening in my house. I have a lot of fans going on. I don't like complete silence because I don't like 
the house is older. There's going to be settling. There's going to be noise. And honestly, I don't like hearing. So I just turn on as much white noise as I can. Sometimes I turn on the radio, get some music going. Because I'm I'm not a big fan of No, and I totally agree. Um, Now that I've I think I've been visited a bit more. I am with you. I will definitely, um, I have a whole house fan, which I absolutely love to run because it's a nice background um, noise. And it's very loud. Um, so, you know, a lot of times I don't want to hear the TV. That's too much different, but like a constant, I like a, like a constant dull roar. If I'm not into music that day or I'm not into the television, I like that dull roar too. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And not everybody's going to be visited as much as us. Like, but this is a lot of like, I wanted to share this because I had to figure out, I actually had visitors. I had no idea what was going on. And then, you know, I'm talking to these two girls and they're like, Hmm, I hate to tell you this, but you have a situation. <laughs> like, and I feel like other people too, like, don't think that you're going crazy. I want to share this information. So that way you can determine whether or not you're kind of losing it <laughs> or you're being visited. And I'd like to move on to numbers if you don't have anything else to add for that, because I, your, your guides are, are, are killing you right now. They really want to talk about the numbers. For real, for real. And oftentimes that's with the, with numbers and repeating numbers, It's not necessarily like um, when you get the knocking or things like that. That's mostly, in my opinion, um, signs from your soul, your light team. Um, That's your angels, your ancestors, your guides, your higher self, and your soul family. That chose to be your family. Um, That is their way of telling you. You can look at it in a basic form of when you see a lot of repeating numbers, especially if they differentiate 222, 333, and you're just constantly seeing them. A lot of times that is just like, it's letting you know that you're on the right path. But if you get a consistent, um, specific number, I, I tend to think that that has that specific message in mind. But if you are just consistently seeing all these triple numbers all day long, just know that you are pretty much going through the motions. You are doing, you are on the right path. You are going which way you're supposed to. And this is a message from your light team. Not necessarily like Casper the Friendly Ghost is not going to send you a bunch of twos. I agree. Yeah, that yeah. that deeper work at play. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times with the repeating numbers, I mean, I've we've posted lots of things on the page about... Um, different people's definitions of what each one means. I mean, they're all generically the same. I feel like some of them um, change just a little bit for whomever needs a a little bit more of a specific message at the time, but generally it's the same. Um, Everybody's just going to, you know, everything is kind of happens the way it's supposed to, because certain people need certain messages. It's not always going to resonate with everyone, but you know, it's like a friend told me once um, it's like a, you know, doing these kinds of things or seeing these kinds of things like a drop of water. Um, you never know where the ripples are, you know, how far they'll go and how far they'll affect other people. See, my number is 27. 27 apparently has followed me longer than I even knew because I found old, um, like an old, um, from keys from our first house that had like a little hangy, thing on it and it had the number 27 on it now I was not aware of 27 even like being a huge thing for me until the last probably year or so and that's from like five years ago and I found it the other day and I'm like wow like this is this has really been following me they're probably celebrating like she finally understands she finally saw it (laughs) I don't, I don't think I have a specific number that follows me around. I know that you have one. I know that Lavender has one. But I don't think I have a specific number that follows me around. Like, you will, you constantly, you can contest to this. I will constantly send Stardust messages like, Jesus, this is, I keep seeing this fucking number. And it's like, one, 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 two, 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 three, 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 three. 
Yeah, it, you don't get, like, the traditional, like, set of three or anything. It's got to be, like, ten different of the same, ten different ways to see the same number. And to be honest with you, my instinct tells me that that is just your guides being a little extra. No offense. Still love y'all. Don't come for me. Um, <laughs> and for those of you that don't know, her guides will come for you in the, in the best of ways. But still, I don't need that right now. I love them, um, <laughs> but it is to the extreme. Like they really make sure that they, they get their presence known. And I think it's um, really because you have such a great connection with your guides too. I hope that that's it. Sometimes I really do. What was that? Sometimes it's rough. Sometimes, like I don't get any connection. And then other times they're like screaming that they're there. If that makes sense. Sometimes it'll be like radio silent and then. <laughs> yeah <clears throat> i i definitely uh feel like that for you like they're one or the other it's it's no in between but i think i think that that's great and they're they're always a joy to work with to be honest with you i really enjoy them um whether or not you do well you work on you work with them on a permanent basis so i'm just a visitor i enjoy them for what they are oh i definitely do yeah. So, and coincidences like that, I mean, you, um, you really have to take that kind of more to heart. At, at one point I had, um, actually fooled with the notion of, do I constantly see these numbers because I have now trained my brain to, you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. it's just now a habit. Yep. It could totally be a subconscious conscious coincidence that you're just noticing it more often because your brain said, Hey, this number a lot. Yes. And another thing um, that I've thought about too is you can manifest anything. And if you're completely obsessive about like, say you've seen 333 constantly, if you're obsessive about it and you're looking for it, you're going to draw it to you. Even something as simple as that. So try to um, like acknowledge it, but not harp on it constantly because you literally can draw even the littlest things to you because everything's made of energy. And that's, that's kind of how the whole world works. If you're literally thinking about it constantly and it's something that's on your mind, you're going to draw it to you. You're going to get receipts that are 33, 33, or you're gonna, you know, look for that. So, um, not to discredit it. However, just, you know, um, reflect, Am I thinking about this a lot? Am I overly pushing it? Am I drawing it to me? And I've actually had things change for me. Um, you know, when, when things like that were happening, like I was kind of redirecting my brain to not obsessively think about these things constantly. And it did change. And my, my constant number just came back. <laughs> that one I cannot get rid of. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, even though I've tried to ignore it, it took me a really long time to accept it, which I found kind of funny. But, you know, it, it, they, my, spirit, my spirit team knows that it takes a lot for me and that I'm extremely dense. When I was 10, my parents got me a bunny as a surprise. They sent me down into the basement to go get a specific item. I walked directly past the bunny in the cage in the center of the room with balloons on it got said item that I was asked for and didn't even notice the bunny. And it was all I ever wanted when I was 10. <laughs> that's, that, that's hilarious. And I'm getting chills right now saying that. And I, and I, and I'm feeling like a hearty laugh behind it because, but that is, that is legitimately like, they know this, they know this about me and they're willing to deal with it. And I thank them for that. Um <laughs> That's all I have to say about numbers. Are you? Is there anything else that you're feeling drawn to um, to mention? Dreams can give you a lot of insight when it comes to someone wanting to contact you because your subconscious is at a level that they can communicate easily. Sometimes I I like to think when somebody has a dream about a particular person who has passed away, that person has visited you. It doesn't matter if there was some kind of message behind it. So sometimes they just want to come and visit 
and be with you in some kind of form that is accessible to them. So don't think too much of it. Don't think that had to have been a sign I need to figure out what this meant. Because sometimes it's just a friendly, hey, I miss you. I love that. And I, I also agree. I actually had a dream about a friend that passed away not that long ago. And we were literally just hanging out at his house. And I remember most of the dream. But the funniest part to me was... um. We were just like, I was visiting for a weekend and I know I was far away and he actually lived far away in real life. Um, And all his clocks were wrong. And I'm like, why can't you fix your clocks? And he says, well, I don't really know. Like, I'm just not even worried about it. It's whatever. I have a clock on my phone. And I was like, well, why don't you just stay up till midnight and unplug them all and then plug them back in? Because, you know, it'll come up as 12 o'clock. I said, then all your clocks will be right. And from the other room, we both heard uh, my goddaughter giggle. And he just like was like, you think that's funny, huh? And I didn't read too much into it. I tried to at first. And then I thought, you know what? We were just hanging out. Like, that was just a nice visit. And I, I literally left it to that. So, like, I think it's actually beautiful that you feel the same way because I experienced that most recently myself. I love that. Yeah. He was <laughs> he's a hysterical guy. So he, he never really liked it when someone else had the better joke. So, <laughs> I mean, just stay up till midnight and replug in your clocks if you can't figure out how to, how to work them. That's my suggestion. I actually heard this really cool theory i was listening to i sometimes i like to listen to morbid sometimes i like to listen to their their listener tales um and they had one on there that they were they were talking about ask someone in your dream when you're lucid dreaming next time the date and time and they said they'll get mad at you and i actually wanted to tell that to you and i completely forgot until now oh that's hysterical i love that I mean, that makes sense. And see, and that was another thing. I'm glad you brought up the lucid dreaming because for me, the visit with my friend, that was not lucid. Like I felt like I was, it was a legit dream. I didn't realize that he was visiting and blah, blah, blah. Like it felt like a legit dream. Um, So, and like you said, it doesn't always have to be lucid, but I am the next time. I do remember um, I had a dream with my father and that was lucid. And I asked him like, I was asked, I, I knew he ended the dream because I was asking like, you know, why did you go? Like what? I, I wasn't ready. Like there was a lot of things. Um, and I hadn't heard from him for a while after that. And it kind of makes sense why I don't think, well, first of all, time is a man-made construct. So do you yeah. think maybe that's why they get mad? Probably. Which is kind of funny. I mean, because it's not real. And why does it matter? Right if you're in another alternate exactly exactly I hope I get to do that to somebody that's fun (laughs) someone with a good sense of humor (laughs) which is most of my family actually but I love that I absolutely love that um like it doesn't you know you don't have to be aware you don't have to and and I feel the same way um that legitimate and take it for what it is and don't like you said don't think too much about it it's they just miss you too and it goes both ways just because they're not here and you're not there doesn't mean that they don't miss you from that side and that's beautiful yeah chills (laughs) when would you say for the longest time um i mean obviously if you're outside and you don't have the appropriate attire or if you're just a cold person, I wouldn't account every single chill. No, they're they're different. You should know the difference between being chilly and cold. And okay, for me, a chill can mean a variety of things. A lot of the times, I'll get a chill or goosebumps if what I'm saying is the truth or what I'm hearing is the truth or and when I mean the truth I mean like spirit truth somebody's telling me something or I'm getting a message god I sound so crazy when I say that sometimes yeah you know what um I'm just as crazy as you are because I agree with all those statements um I also can get a chill 
if I'm getting energy sent to me or something hits a certain way. I hope this makes sense. It, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like um, if you hear something and you um, you resonate with it. Exactly. Like it, it hits you in your soul. It makes you think. And you're like, wow, I really agree with that. Yes. Yes. Um, and then I have gotten chills where it is spirit energy. Um, generally, I will know that it's there before I get the chill. And usually it only happens on one side or the other. Oh, okay. Almost like they're near you or whatnot. Yeah. See, I'll know. Um, I have learned. I, I also have been getting like kind of like my spidey senses have turned on in the last couple of years. And I'll get chills in different areas of my body and I'll know that it's a certain person. Like there's one person that comes to me and I feel very, it's like based in my spine and it's very warm. I know and I'm, and I'm getting that right now. Like they're like, yep, that's me. (laughs) Um, this is, this is how I come to you. Um, and I've had other ones where like, it's, it's just my legs or just, you know, and it's someone else. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that's another thing. And it's really weird too. Um, I experienced that when I was reading you. Yes. You actually confirmed what I was keeping in my head because I thought I was crazy. Yeah. And I think what I was feeling, which was very different for me, I think what, what, what I was feeling was empathic. You probably were feeling at the time. Okay. Which is still cool if you ask me, but when you said that, I was just like, Wow such validation because I had never told anybody because like you said I don't want to sound crazy <laughs> but here we are yeah um We're some of you obviously like it because y'all been listening yeah yeah no kidding um have you ever had like a specific one where you feel like um someone's touching you but in a specific like on your knee or on your arm because I'll get those too and it just feels like a touch. I don't know who it is, but it's almost like they're, hey, hey, touching your arm or tapping your leg or, you know, like that. Yes, I have gotten that. Are you burning mm-hmm. it? No, my incense is out. And I haven't hit my vape. It could be my vape and the sun coming in because it is the afternoon. Okay. But I haven't hit it in a little while. It does dissipate fairly quickly but it does it will linger at times so your got to remember how you're sitting your left shoulder yep um down towards that blue thing i really wish we were recording so i could send it to you and you can see it kind of like towards your shoulder a little bit more where the blue thing is i saw my heart yeah i saw like a mist come this way no the other way it was going yep let me see something I mean, I, I saw the cloud, but that kind of went up. And yeah, because I do, I do tend to blow it up. And see, this, ladies and gentlemen, exactly how we we will weed these things out. Like, where I don't always want to, like, mm-hmm. off the top, believe that I'm being visited immediately. Also, that's why I asked if she was burning an incense because that's what it looked like to me was incense smoke. Yeah, um, no, my- I, I thought it was like coming from like the table or your shelf behind you with your crystals. And, and that is that is where my incense is, but that's been burned out for a while because I burned that before we even started the first podcast. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> they're they're alive and well today. Like, oh, we get to talk about us today. I'm just wondering if somebody left because the last time I did your reading, they left that way. Oh, hysteria. Oh my god. Probably. I just got chill. they're confirming like yes it was me you caught me you got the tater (laughs) i'm just wondering if that person leaving and yeah probably just like oh i heard my name Mm -hmm. yep here i am here's here's what it feels like i'm i heard you call my name did you need me no you're good i'm leaving all right bye (laughs) Uh, what 
do you get any kind of specific chill like when sometimes and I'm not sure why and I'm, I'm gonna ask your opinion I'm gonna throw this up against the wall with you sometimes when I'm singing I get really heavy chills and I always felt like somebody enjoyed it they like it when I sing yes yeah you've gotten that I have okay that's really cool because I've always tried to recreate it like I think that I'm you know you know how your brain can do funny things like you can if you if you think this is supposed to happen, your body's going to react. Right. So I've always felt like maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just my brain trained to do that or whatnot. It was always very weird, but it's happened to me for years now, years and years. Like I don't think I've I can ever remember a time where if I'm like really belting my little heart out that I did not get chills. Yeah. So it's your body reacting to it. Okay. So maybe not, maybe that's not more so a spirit. It's more so uh, raising your own vibration. Possibly. Okay. I like that. See, ladies and gentlemen, we are learning too. We learn every day. I mean, I feel like, you know, whatever, whichever way it would resonate for you, it could be either or. Yeah. I was never really sure. I always, um, you know, you, you look back to these things that, you casually notice, but didn't put too much weight on. And then later on in life, you're like, you know, I feel like now is about like, you start to learn certain things and you're like, this is the time that the wheels are turning. Why? Okay. Wait a minute. Let me, let me roll back and figure out like what the meaning is. But I, I like that. I mean, it doesn't. And again, it doesn't always have to mean that it's specifically spirit. I mean, that could be your own spirit, just literally vibrating. Like your higher self just sort of like connecting with you. Yeah. I like that. Me too. And there's the I like that chill. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Someone on your team likes it too. (laughs) (laughs) That is great. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Any other kind of chills? Because there are, I can't tell you how many times. Ooh. Hot and cold. Now, my my question to you, I've gotten both. Cold draft and a hot draft that you just know is different. Like, your windows aren't open, your vents aren't on, your, you know, your, it, you know, the heater didn't kick on or anything. I have caught myself a couple times, like, standing close enough to a vent to dispel, you know, obviously check and see if your heater's on, check and see if there's a fan on, if you have windows cracked, anything like that. Um, but I've gotten both versions. Yeah, I have to. Now, do you have any theories as to why it will be cold or why it will be hot? Some people would think, oh, well, hell is hot. <laughs> I've gotten... I don't feel like it's hot. I feel like it's like a, like warm... Yes. Yes. Like a warmth. Yeah. Like I always felt like that was more somebody who I enjoyed visiting. Okay. Well, I do have a story behind that one. Um, I know I've talked about her before. Casey Lane is a wonderful medium. The Baltimore medium.com I believe is her, her website. Highly recommend moving on. Um, so I was going for a visit. This is pre-COVID, so don't judge me. And I wasn't feeling all that well. Um, and I was getting kind of like, you know, you, you know how when you feel like you're just, your body gets really hot, like it's fighting something. Yeah. So I wasn't going to go to the visit, but I, I was feeling a little bit better. And I thought, you know, I should go. I really felt drawn to go. So I went. And I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, I get this intense heat like on the top of my head and I'm like, Oh no, am I going to pass out? Am I, you know, what's, Oh, this isn't good. Like I'm in the middle of a professional (laughs) situation here. Like I really don't want to like, you know, scare this poor woman. And she, in that exact moment said, your dad's kissing your head right now. Oh, and then it went away. And it was just like, you know, because you know how you feel that hot from the top of your head, like if you're going to pass out or something. And I like panicked. And in the exact same moment, exactly what she said. And I was like, 
Wow. And I have felt that, um, pro- you know, after I've had that experience. And so I kind of know that it's, that's who it is. And just getting a little kiss on the head. Like I'm not, you're not going to pass out. Just getting a little kiss. I love that. It was. And to know that that's what that was, um, was absolutely phenomenal. And I just loved every second of it. And there was a legit reason why I had to go see her because that is, that is definitely stuck with me for like years and years now. That's beautiful. I love that. Was that the first time that you visited with her? No. Um, I think it was almost every time I go, my dad, um, actually comes through every single time I go. And what he does is I wait for no one. If you've just died, I want to talk to you and I need to talk to you. So I will run to her, even though she asks you to wait, because I won't be disappointed if they don't come through. Um, But what happens is my dad will help them. He's a really great communicator. I think he's been here for many, like he's done many, many lifetimes like I have. And he will bring them. He will show them the way to come and see her, to communicate with her, and he'll bring them to me. That's beautiful. Yeah, he's he's pretty cool. He's. I would say, I don't want to say a spirit guide, but like, yeah, like. He's been around for a long time. I can guarantee it. Okay, that you've been able to communicate. I absolutely love that. That's really beautiful. For a man who had a third grade education, he was extremely smart. There wasn't a whole lot that he didn't know about and he continuously loved to learn. So I really feel like a lot of that, um, just many, many lifetimes. And I think he was an empath, too, because um, just looking back at some of his behaviors, he he most definitely resonates in my eyes as an untrained empath, unable to um, kind of help themselves. You know, you have to dispel that. You have to get rid of other people's energies. And I don't think he was really able to. Um, so just a lot of that made a lot of sense. I guess I kind of take it for, you know, an, an advantage Um like, oh, well, my dad will bring them through. Like, mm, whatever. <laughs> He'll bring them to me. <laughs> uh, God. Now, the cold chills. How do you feel about those? Because I'm indifferent. Or not cold chills. Um, cold air. I don't feel like that's, to me, anything familiar and I still, my hair still gets touched. Yeah. And I will now, like, tell them, go away. Stop touching my hair. Yeah. <laughs> the cold, I feel like, a variety of things between somebody who you're not familiar with and somebody who you don't want around. Okay. Are you, your face? Because I'm, I'm getting one. Okay. Wow, I'm sorry. I didn't mean like for them to show you so many examples today. Like, here, is this what you're talking about? It's quite okay. But um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like it could be somebody, there was somebody in particular that came through when I did your reading. And I felt it from the floor come across my feet and then come up my legs. And oh, that's like uncomfortable. Mothering. Yeah. I know you know who I'm talking about. Oh, I know you know I know. <laughs> that was very uncomfortable. So, yeah, I think it, it kind of depends. Sometimes it's visitors passing through. You're not really sure about their energy. And then sometimes it's people that you do know that you just do not want there. Agreed. I definitely agree with that. Um, and, so, and it makes I, the most sense to me. Sometimes you are getting visitations for specific purposes. We don't know what you signed a life contract for a reason. We don't know what that reason is. So you are going to have interactions with certain people and we're not going to know why. And when I say people, I also mean spirits. Who more? Bodiless people. Yeah. So um, I, I do think that sometimes they're coming through for a purpose but okay, get that information and then please leave. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I definitely agree. Like we don't need to linger. Let's just be clear and concise and move on. Shall we? Exactly. 
<laughs> I definitely agree with that one. And um, that's that's how I feel about them, too. Like, I don't I don't think it's always, you know, like an ill willed something, but. And always go with your initial gut instinct. If you overthink it, it it's not that's not how it's it's not going to play out well for you if you overthink it. I guarantee you. Exactly, because your overthinking is going to manifest something that is real. Yeah, yeah, and not only that. I mean, you even if you're you're not bringing literally bringing something in, you can just freak yourself out, and there might be something that you need to hear or see or whatnot that you're um you're now going to have to face it in a different light because you've done freaked yourself out. So just go with your basic first instinct, um, good or bad. And if you feel like it's bad, just tell it, get like, you don't even have to say it out loud. Like you can yell in your head, like, Hey, no, we're not having that. Excuse me. Beat it. Like not interested. Keep moving. That intention. Yeah, pretty much. And that's all it takes because they, they have to, um, they have to abide by that. You can put boundaries up. You can protect yourself. You have every single right to do so. And if there's ever anything making you uncomfortable in any way, just tell it you're, you're not welcome here. Um, my personal advice, if you ever hear knocks, don't just say, come in. Don't just say, oh, no, like, um, come in or, you know, I, can you can you more or less, like um obviously not every knock is going to be rewarded with come in specifically but I personally feel like if you say um like if I say hello I say hello with a question mark I'm oh, not inviting you in I'm asking you hi question mark like what it's like another way of saying what do you want um but I wouldn't be like oh hi Cause I feel like that's almost like a great, like when you greet someone at the door, you say, Oh, Hey, and they come in. Right. So if you're going to say like, hello or something, always have that question mark. Don't, don't make it like, don't be inviting. <laughs> I, I know this sounds terrible, but I don't invite anyone into my home. I step to the side. I'm allowing that person to enter, but I'm not talking to anyone else. <laughs> I got sense? it. Yeah, it does make sense. It does. Um, and and some of them will pass through. But, you know, and you just have to be careful. You don't want to invite them to stay because if they, you know, they get that inkling and they're like, oh, wait, they heard that. They saw that. They felt that. That can just stir up trouble. Now, don't be afraid. Like, it's not everything at your door is evil. But I personally like my privacy. And if you're not paying rent, you're not staying here. That's a threshold, and thresholds are basically portals. Protect your portal. Protect your space. Exactly. And I think I think a lot of people, um, you know, they get into ghosts and things like that. And if I had jumped off years ago when I first started getting into, like, ghost hunting and things like that and just walked into a haunted place, I definitely would have been followed home. I definitely would have done some dumb stuff. I probably would have had an attachment. Um, my head would spin and vomit, like, stuff like that. Like, I would literally have screwed it up. So, and it's because um, you have to know to protect yourself. You have to know um, not to invite things. Um, don't invoke things um they're people too and even good people can get pissed off if disrespected just know that oh yeah i always try to have respect for whatever is going on but i make sure that that groundwork is laid and not being timid i'm not can you please stop can you (laughs) no you are more than welcome to stay and not cause trouble for a visit if you belong here. If you do not belong here, you may leave. Right? Yeah. And, I mean, it tends to work. Not saying foolproof. Look, boundaries are not just for the living. Nope. Not in the least. Pennies, dimes, feathers... What is the weirdest thing that you've ever found that your instinct told you there's no way it could have got here and it's definitely been left for me? (laughs) I did an abundance spell. 
I mean, like everyone, prices are high. I just want a little help, extra money, you know. Yeah. Help me out. What comes, you know, what goes, what comes. I get it. I'm not even kidding you. And I feel like I should go over there and grab the bowl. I should show you the amount of quarters I have found in my home since then. Are you kidding? No, hold on. That is great. I absolutely love that. Like, I need a little extra help. Let's fill our couch with change. You see that bowl? Yeah, that's like at least 10 bucks. It's, it's, it's a lot of quarters. There's some there's some pennies, there's some dimes, but mostly it's quarters. And I'm like, okay, y'all know this is not what I meant. <laughs> now, I have to ask, um, I- could it have been that you were looking for it? Or do you guys not use a ton of cash to even have that kind of change laying around? Because we don't do a ton of cash in my house to where, like, change is all over the place or anything like that. Or You could look at my couch right now. You're not going to find a penny. No, because we don't use we don't usually use cash. We usually use a card. Exactly, like everybody else. Yeah. And I think for me, that's why like finding like pennies or dimes means so much more to me now, because I know damn well that I have there's change in my purse, but it's been there like forever. <laughs> I don't walk around with cash, and I don't usually spend cash. Like that's usually to you know pay my child her chore money and whatnot. And she's very, she's very on top of her money. Like she, it's not going anywhere. Like she makes sure she has that. Yeah. So I, I do have a small child who likes to play with coins. So sometimes it'll, there'll be coins from him, but I can guarantee you the amount of quarters that I have found randomly are not from him. Like there's it's just way too many. Yes. There's absolutely no way. That's hysterical. That is great. One time, now we've been living here for almost three years, and we have a very old washer and dryer, but it's still really good, if you ask me. Anyway, so one day I'm doing my laundry, and I absolutely love Beauty and the Beast, and I always admired Chip. I always thought he was the cutest little thing. And I use this laundry, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much the sole laundry person in this house. Um, I mean, my daughter does do her own, but she's old enough. She's not going to have, like, s- stickers in her laundry and things like that. And in there, one day, and I was, it was a particularly, like, just screwed up day, I'm pulling my laundry out, and I find this. Do you remember the little puff stickers? Yeah. Okay. It was this little sticker that pa- popped out. And it was Chip from Beauty and the Beast. And it was one of those little old puff stickers. And you could tell because the back was no longer sticky at all. Like it was dry. It was in there a while. But I've done laundry countless times. Like, I mean, we have been here at least a year and a half at the time, if not two years. And I found that little guy and I was just like, oh, my God, thank you. I needed this. Like, I needed to see this. That's adorable. I know. It was the weirdest thing, though, like. That survived the dryer for so long. Like it's an it's a gas dryer. It gets hot. But that was one of the weirdest things that I had found. And I just immediately knew it was someone from my soul, my light team, like just cheering me up. Like, here, look, here's a little puff sticker of chip. Like, just cheer up. You'll be fine. There is one more thing that I just remembered that came into my head. We were going for a walk, right? Just like I think it was me dog around the neighborhood or whatever and I'm used to seeing feathers because we have chickens and there's a ton of wildlife around here but in the yard in our yard there was three blue jay feathers they were bright blue and they were sticking straight up like they were stuck in the ground in the ground sticking straight up okay how I don't know. That is the oddest way I've ever heard an individual tell me they found a feather. <laughs> it was because I was going to say, I found a blue feather too, but it was like right by my passenger door. It was like meant for me to see. And I was like, oh, how very cool. I, it, they were like, I'm trying to fathom how that would even happen. <laughs> I, I mean, a feather is literally light as a feather. <laughs> I do not know. 
in no way in gravitational pull unless your yard has a stronger gravitational pull than any other yard I, would a feather fall and poke into the ground like that three times I was staring at it and I'm like that's weird <laughs> and it was it was like up by nobody's walking up there like stick three feathers into my I could see it if it was down by the street okay yeah maybe a kid or something right I I would have been like okay I guess a kid came by and although if I was a kid and I found some blue feathers I would not have stuck them into a neighbor's yard no probably not but I was like right up on my door no and a camera would have picked up at that at that time picked up somebody walking there my camper's in the way right now but yeah wow that is a really wild story I like that one that's crazy I mean because I found I found like pennies in my laundry I will find a lot of things in the laundry um but I also find them um like just random places like on the floor in my home um which not not somewhere where like my purse is or you know somebody's wallet or anything um definitely be subjective when it comes to where you find them like try to not everything's going to be assigned but then again you know i've i've found them on like countertops that i know damn well that why would somebody just leave a penny right there and i'd ask i asked my family like hey did you have this like is this your penny <laughs> did you <laughs> right because I need to know um and sometimes I can answer it that way but nine times out of ten they just look at me like I have ten heads and then I'm crazy but that's okay I'm used to that look like what is the crazy woman up to now well let's see pennies dimes feathers I'm thinking traditional is there anything I'm missing with that I mean and if you have a connection um, to like someone, like, let's say you had a family member that loved a specific something and that comes up just like my little chip sticker. They knew that that's one of my favorite little guys. That's why that came to me. It doesn't necessarily have to be your standard feather dime, penny, whatever. Um, it can be other things. Or if you maybe had a family member that collected quarters, you could find a bunch of quarters. <laughs> I agree. If great example, if somebody's having a random everyday conversation and your grandparent loved, I don't know, elephant and somehow randomly an elephant came up in conversation, I feel like that is still if it reminds you of them, it's them telling you, "Hey, just I'm here." Yes, I'm so glad you mentioned that. And also, or like if you're watching TV and you hear a phrase that reminds you of someone or anything that resonates, like it was meant for you. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean that they're like, you know, it could be they're passing through. You don't have to have chills. It could just be like an instantaneous little thing. Um, there's a, And in my mind, there's a big difference between a physical spirit spirit visit and like a just sending you love like a message yeah I agree. does that make sense yeah okay and i feel like that's more on the message side and that's always such a beautiful thing yeah like if i'm thinking about my dad a lot in a specific time like there will be something in the next few days that will come up and it'll it'll be like um either like records or something to do with music. Like um, there were very weird bands that my dad introduced me to and like, they'll pop up after years and I'm going, Oh my God. Like that's it. Like, Hey, all right, cool. You're listening. I hear you. Like you're listening to a radio station and you hear a certain song and you're like, Oh yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And especially if you like, we have Sirius XM in our truck. So, you know, they play a lot of the same stuff over and over. So when you hear something that's kind of different, you're like, wow, I never hear this. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. And that's one of, that's actually one of my most favorite. Um, there's a term for it and I wish I could think of it, but I can't. It's like you're meant to hear it. Um, nope, not even going to bother with it. 
<laughs> oh, maybe next time. Oh, my goodness. Well, I, unless you have more to add to that, I think I'm tapped. I, no, I don't think I have any more to add. I just feel that if you feel that it's a sign, it's a sign. It's just true. And your initial instinct and your gut will never steer you wrong. Yep. Unless you're angry and you're going to hurt somebody, don't do that. No, don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. If you guys have any questions for us. Any fun experiences? Yeah. Do you ever find some feathers shoved into your lawn? (laughs) Please let us know. We'd love to hear from you and we'd love to hear about your experiences. And even if you um, just have maybe a question and want like maybe a little clarification, if we can help, we will try. Um, you can always find us so on Facebook and Instagram at Lavender Sage and Stardust. And our email address is wow. Lavender Sage and Stardust at Outlook.com. <laughs> Oh, thanks again for joining us, and we will catch you next time. Bye.